Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Real Belief, a podcast exploring the wonders of religion through the lens of cinema. I'm your host for this week, Archie, and I am not joined, as always, by my co-host, Xavier. He is currently in the middle of a move, so it makes recording a little bit hard, you know, getting internet set up, getting your computer set up. All that stuff takes a while. So we are doing a fun little bonus episode. I'm also recording this in a new way, so hopefully it sounds great. I do apologize if it's a little bit rough. Well, I'm trying a new recording recording method. Um, and this episode, rather than doing a movie, because I didn't really want to make Xavier miss out on any movies, I decided let's let's touch on songs a little bit. Because I feel like music is an art form that can also have religious themes and religious undertones. And that's something we haven't really explored. So I figured let's get into it. And the song I wanted to do for this episode is Let It Be, written by, it says written by Paul McCartney and John Lennon, but it was pretty much just written by Paul McCartney and Lennon has a credit just because of the way their the Beatles crediting worked back in the day. It was pretty much all McCartney, Lennon, if either of them wrote it. Um, and this song is off of their final album, the album Let It Be. Um, it is the obviously titular song. Whoops, sorry, the titular song of the album, obviously. And it was released the 6th of March, 1970. Now, this song isn't actually written to be religious in, in any way. Um, and it's very often contributed or assumed to have religious meaning. And even when Paul McCartney gives interviews about it, he sort of said like, yeah, I expected people to read it that way. And that's not an incorrect way to read it. It's just not the way I wrote it. Um, that's a brief, uh, brief summary of kind of his thoughts on it. But more specifically, the reason a lot of people attribute this as a explicitly religious song is the the main crux of the song revolves around Mother Mary um, and constantly saying, Mother Mary comes to me, Mother Mary speaks to me, comforts me, something along those lines. Mother Mary is involved. Um, so a lot of people obviously attribute that to mean the Virgin Mary. However, the actual meaning is that, that is Paul McCartney's mother, who was Mary, who passed away when he was pretty young. And the whole song is basically saying you know when he's down when he's he's having some troubles he sees his mother telling him to to go on um and obviously because of the way it's written a lot of people have given it a religious overtone which as i said paul mccartney doesn't necessarily disagree with he just you know it's not how he wrote it but he fully expected it to um he fully expected most listeners would take it that way and that's why I kind of want to do this song because it is a it's, one. It's a really great song. I mean, it's the Beatles. The Beatles are, you know, one of the greatest bands of all time for a reason. And two, it's one of their best songs. I think it's probably one of the most covered songs of all time. There's a lot of versions of it you can find out there. And it's just a really emotional song. It's an easy to listen. And the reason I specifically wanted to tackle it is because of that conflict of it not being an explicitly religious song but a lot of people interpreting it that way i think that is incredibly interesting and it also makes a lot of sense why people do do attribute it like that you know it's if you didn't know that paul mccartney's mother who was passed had passed when he was pretty young um if you didn't know that his mother was passed and was also named mary how would you know that this song wasn't about the virgin mary if you just read it at face value it's very, oops, I forgot to mute my phone. Sorry, y'all. Uh, but it is very, 
very easy to read it that way. That's just because the whole chorus is let it be, let it be, let it be, whisper words of wisdom, let it be. That's a very, you could see that being a, a lesson of the Mother Mary. You know, don't, it's similar to like turn the other cheek sort of thing that Jesus would say. It's not, you know, you don't get vengeance. You don't seek it out. You don't pursue it. You just, you just let it be, you know. The world happens and you can't do anything about it. So let it be. And I think McCartney has said that those aren't like necessarily the exact words that his mother said, because basically the way this song came about is Paul McCartney had a dream of his mother and she gave him some advice. And he says, like, basically, I can't remember if that's exactly what her, what she said, but it's the gist of it. The gist of what she told me is is to let it be. And the Beatles actually have a few um, religious references throughout um, most most famously um, there was a big controversy with John Lennon who at one point when they were touring America said that the Beatles were bigger than Jesus um, meaning like they're more popular than Jesus or they're about Jesus depending on how you interpret it um, a lot of uh, Americans like Christian Americans at the time got very upset by that leading to the Beatles having to come back and apologize um, and say John Lennon didn't really mean it or whatever um, given what you can kind of gather from about John Lennon through that and through other things. I think he did mean it. Um, and he just apologized to save face and save his career and to not get murdered while trying to tour America. So that's one of the biggest like Beatles controversies or things revolving around religion. Um, another thing also involving John Lennon is he has a couple of his solo songs after he left the Beatles uh, that reference religion in some way. Obviously his most famous song is probably Imagine. And Imagine has a lyric. I can't remember exactly how it goes. It's Imagine There's No Religion. Um, and then Imagine There's No Heaven Above Us, No Hell or No Hell Below Us, or Heaven Above. Um, and his basically saying is like, yeah, religion is is a source of conflict in the world, so maybe it would be better without it. And again, that song has a bit of controversy around it because people are uh, rightly call it anti-religion. Um, but I think they're also missing the point when they make that criticism. And I think it's a kind of unfair criticism. And then Lennon has a couple of songs because <laughs> obviously there's that one. He has another song that is more explicitly, um, I guess, anti-religious or religious in some way. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name, but it's just left my brain for some reason. And I cannot think of the... <laughs> The name right now which is quite unfortunate um da, 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 da. i cannot find it dope okay well <laughs> so john lennon has a, has a couple of of those throughout obviously and while those aren't explicitly beatles songs he was a beetle and these are the things he wrote post post being a beetle so it's not a uncommon theme throughout the the Beatles career but this is probably the most heavily interpreted song that is most closely associated with religion even though the song itself isn't explicitly religious or doesn't explicitly mention the faith in any way but it is probably the the most tied to it um there's a few other songs on the let it be album like across the universe um have a sort of 
like Hindu Buddhist inspiration because they were written a little bit after, well, a couple years after. This isn't the most heavily influenced album, but the Beatles did go to India and specifically George Harrison got pretty into the culture and like the, the spirituality that he found over in India. So that influence did sort of make its way into later Beatles albums a bit, but let it be is, is the most explicitly non-explicit religion. Does that make sense? Uh, Anyway, I know this has been a bit of a short episode, a bit of a weird episode. I just wanted to make sure we had something out for you guys and didn't miss anything. Xavier will be back in the next fortnight. We will be doing Narnia like we originally promised. We will hopefully have that special guest. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening to this weird episode. You can follow us on TikTok. It's just at Real Belief. Twitter is also at Real Belief or at Real Belief Pod. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, just anything you want to show us, you can uh, email it to at or realbeliefpod at gmail.com. And then me, myself, Archie, personally, I recently started writing a little film blog. Uh, I'll have the link to that in the... Uh, what do they call this on a podcast? The link tree? I'll have the link to that in the link tree. You should probably, I imagine, also be able to find it if you just Google Archie Atkinson film blog. Um, but best way is there'll be a link on our Twitter, the link on my personal Twitter, which is at Archie S. Atkinson. And there'll be a link in the link tree if you wanted to check out my my film writing. This first one I wrote is about Roadrunner, a film about Anthony Bourdain, and just sort of how that film and how... Anthony Bourdain had an impact on my life that I maybe didn't realize until until a certain point. So I'd really appreciate if you guys read that and gave me some personal feedback. I know I'm using the podcast to plug myself, but Xavier's not here to stop me. So what's he going to do about it? Anyway, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was weird, and we will see you guys in a fortnight. Bye.